it up. This is Yinka Diz. Peace. This is Outlaw. And you listen to the 80 Babies Podcast. And on today's episode, we have a put you up for the sophomore album from Ab Soul Control System released May 11th, 2012. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure if we're considering this a blog era album. What is this era? We're calling this blog era plus. Um, blog era plus. Okay. I, I, yeah, I think, you know, 2012 is, is probably the year where we hit critical mass. Okay. Um, it, it to me in that uh, once Kendrick went platinum with mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Good Kid, Mad City, right. I feel like it's almost like the blog era was done. Okay, <laughs> so this is like but, this is uh, almost yeah. the this is on the precipice of post blog era. Yeah, this is like right there. Like like this is where they went from being you know blog uh, darlings to mm-hmm. you know okay this is a mainstream factor. Label. Gotcha. And, okay, and so they, you mean Top Dog Entertainment, right, TDE. TDE. Got you. And of course, the good kid, Mad City, I want to say is sometime in October of the same year. October, right. Yeah, October 2012. Yep. So yeah, so this is the obviously first time I'm listening to this album. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was, I guess it was released in the time frame when I'm I'm probably fully absorbed into a lot of, a lot of African music, a lot, not Afrobeats, Um just a lot of African music, uh, but not Afrobeats though. So not necessarily okay. Nigeria and not like Azonto, but a lot of Afro house. So a lot of South African stuff. Okay. Uh, maybe even some stuff from like, you know, Cote d'Ivoire, some like Congolese music, whatever. <laughs> a lot of Brazilian stuff. When did Premier Gao come out? Oh, Magic System? Shit. What is that? Early 2000s, right? Yeah, like 05 or something? I think it came out even before that, to oh, be honest. Okay. But yeah. every time I hear Cote d'Ivoire, that, that, just, that song reminds me of it. But anyway. Yeah. So, like, Suku, uh, music like that, right? Okay. Um, I think it's Coupe de Calais is another form. Okay, I don't know. Either way, just uh, that's that's kind of where my headspace is. Um, still listening to some classic rock. Still listening to jazz music, but not listening to hip-hop, except for when I go out. And yeah, you know, when I go when I, when we go out, I'm drinking and I don't really care what's on because I'm like most of this stuff isn't good. So that's my headspace <laughs> at the time of, of, of 2012 hip hop wise. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh my headspace is very different. Mm-hmm. Um I'm 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 heavily entrenched in this. Um I'm you know, I'm 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 working. I I, I hate probably still hate my job. Um, oh, okay. And and I'm I'm doing trying to do music trying to get on so um this is right in prime time i mean um you know just like funny story 2011 i was working on uh, new art new money which i think dropped in 2011 um and you know these guys and by these guys i mean tde so absol kendrick j-rock you know they're kind of west coast darlings at this time but on the blogs Mm -hmm. um and so i'm I'm flying probably every month back to LA to do something music related, whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, trying to trying to shoot a video, record a song, you know, whatever. And so Absol, the, there's a song on my uh, New Art, New Money record that that features Glasses Malone. Um, at the time, I actually had a, a choice between choosing Absol and Glasses Malone to be on that song. And I ended up going with Glasses. He had bigger major label ties. He was signed to Lil Wayne at the time, you know, mm-hmm. the whole nine. So good decision. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not, right? But um, you know, this is a time frame where I'm kind of in the same circles as these these folks. Okay. Um, one of uh, you know, the guy, the main guy that I run with is cool with their manager. 
Um, you know, we're going to Homegrown Radio. Uh, Chuck Dizzle and Head get shout outs on this album because they were around. Rocket gets a shout out, you know. So I'm like right here. Yeah. The music that they're that they're making, I, I like. Um, the blogs that they're being featured on, I'm I'm following. Uh, you know, so I'm 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 all up in the mix in this time frame. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So why are we revisiting this album in particular? Um, I think this album, well, multiple reasons. The the first is is that I feel like this, outside of Good Kid, Mad City, mm-hmm. and then the trajectory that that Kendrick Lamar goes on, this is like the album that people say is like the like the the darling the cult classic the okay. the the record that everybody kind of loves of this kind of TDE blog era. Okay. I thought I had I thought you had also said something like um maybe maybe it's in different outlets that you're reading or different spaces that you're getting these opinions, but I also okay. thought you said that this was kind of like a slept on album a little bit. It is slept on, but oh. I, I'm saying maybe like in the circles that okay. would are that would be familiar with this that this is is, is okay. beloved yeah because this is a very well received album at least critically it, right. it got a lot of acclaim yeah um but perhaps it just necess- wasn't necessarily that popular at the time like in terms of like from a mainstream point of view yeah maybe i think so absol is, is an interesting guy right yeah. like so for people like me who are into like wordy barry yeah. rap you know like i you know i also make that kind of music um yeah. We we loved Absol, yeah, right? But 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 if that's not your your bag, he may yeah. not have necessarily been for you. And I think this is an interesting inflection point because prior to this album, um, he, he was known for making very like you know jokey, haha, punchliney raps. Interesting. And this was his first dark album. Um, I can see that. You know, Alori Alori passes, who's his girl, and he right. talk, who he talks about on this album. Um, and this album has much darker tones. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot more of the kind of conspiracy theory things that yeah. were that were were hinted at here and there prior, mm-hmm. but like it's very heavy handed here. Gotcha. And and Absol actually goes off heavily into this conspiracy theory lane afterwards. But this is the inflection point that ties fun loving Bari punchliney Absol to conspiracy theory absol and i think in a way that sounds very good and artistically creative so yeah it's definitely a conscious album and i think that yeah. when you talk about wordy lyrical mcs who have bars and whatnot i don't think that that was uh, particularly popular at the time of 2012 i don't recall what was on the radio even and you know <laughs> like i said i, I don't I can't tell you what 2012 in hip hop sounded like. like yeah. Just not off the top of my head. I'd have to go through and look. Mm-hmm. But from what I recall, this is not something that would have been like on the radio, right? Yeah. And and I think one of the other things that I like about it, right, is that they nod to what was on the radio. So mm-hmm. throughout the album, if you're listening, like you'll catch little them like doing little jabs at like records that are popular at the time. Mm. So I okay. mean, I, I off the top of my head, you know, I don't have I don't have them right now, but like on almost every song, there's something that's like from a mainstream song that that's out at the time. I got you. Well, I yeah. do I did enjoy the album. Um I listened to it about four or five times. Mm-hmm. And at, you know, it, it actually kind of took a, a little bit to get into it because his mm-hmm. style wasn't necessarily something that I liked. Mm-hmm. But then as the as the album progressed, as it grew on, I started to understand Absol where it was coming from a little bit more. I was like, oh okay. Yeah. I understand these stylistic choices. Um you're not necessarily like, like it's not a bad album. It's a good album, 
And it's not even that it's a non-enjoyable album. I think it is, but it's not the type of music that I would gravitate towards first. Mm-hmm. And not subject matter wise. Subject matter wise, I was actually good with it. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of like his style, his delivery, it's not something I would gravitate towards first. But that being said, after the first listen, because on the first listen, I struggled. It took a while for me to get into one of the first level first listen because here's a uh, spoil to my low light. Th- those first two tracks I thought were bad. Okay. Um and they, they kind of put a bad taste in my mouth for what I was going to be listening to. Yeah. And then other songs was like, oh, like, this is cool. This is cool. And so on the second time around, third time around, I was like, oh, okay. Like, this yeah. dude's got bars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Again, it's not really my style. But, like, you care about the music. You care about rapping. You care about this project. Right. For the most part, everything is cohesive. Right. And so I definitely enjoyed this work. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a good suggestion on your part. So Appreciate it. I, I, I definitely agree with you that... Um, the sequencing could be different, and I hear um, I hear a lot of twenty twelve isms in it. Okay, one of them being the runtime. Um, I think, you know, I think I think that at this point in time, TDE is trying to make a transition from being blog rappers, mixtape rappers, mm-hmm. to making mainstream releases that they can sell. Yeah, and so this was Absol's first of those. Um, you know, where he long term mentality I think came out in eleven, and they might have sold that too. But yeah. each of them put out an album that they actually sold. Um, and you know, yeah, I think so. Section eighty was was Kendrick's. Right. Um, so long term mentality might have been um his. And that comes out but in twenty eleven. Yeah, in twenty eleven, yeah. yeah. But but so that you know, they're starting to make these albums that they want to compete with young Jeezy and yeah. whoever else is out at the time. And so they're they're trying to make, you know, full, full length run times and et cetera. But I think I think that the uh the sequencing could have been a better and I think that it could have been a shorter or more concise album, definitely. Okay. I got you. Um, so we we kind of did the where were you already. Um, we talked a little bit about the critical reception, but is there any more? Is there any anything else that we could detail about it, or did we just kind of already go through that already? We can dive into it. Okay. So yeah, so we just get into highlights and lowlights then. Let's do it. Let's so go. overarching lowlights. What uh what do you have? You already kind of touched on it a little bit. Um yeah, I mean I think overarching lowlights um length it's it's a little it's a little long. Yeah. Um I mean there's there's multiple songs if not most of the songs on here that have three verses. And you okay. know, nowadays very few songs have three verses, That's right? True. So maybe we're just listening with 2022 ears. But um you know, long um I think the sequencing could have been better. Um and I think I think to some degree the um the the political themes or if that's what mm-hmm. you want to call them to some degree they are interesting to me because you know i hear people say things like tupac is a hypocrite or whatever okay. right like and so i you know and i and i don't agree with that yeah so i think that there's balance and i think that people can have a song about hoes throwing their ass on the mm-hmm. pole and also be talking about the you know the illuminati that's yeah. trying to control us all but in some ways, some some of that got confusing. Like like it got very convoluted to me on the album. Like I thought that the, the themes were very mixed, and so I, that might be a low light. So I think I feel where you're coming from, and I think previously, maybe like in years past, several years past, I probably would have been more in agreement with what you're saying. They didn't necessarily mm-hmm. throw me off, and I think mm-hmm. that one of these things that happens, especially when it comes to like an artist or just anyone in the spotlight. Um, and a lot of times when it comes to, 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 to men as well, and I'm not mm-hmm. trying to, this is no red pill shit or anything, but I think that sometimes, like if you're going to use Tupac as an example, mm-hmm. 
if the world is binary, then yes, Tupac is absolutely a hypocrite, mm-hmm. right? If it's mm-hmm. binary, it's, if it's one or the other, he's a hypocrite. The problem, though, is that all these artists are human beings first. Right. And as a human being, chances are you're a fully fleshed individual who has a lot of nuance and a lot right. of different moods and a lot of different things that can kind of sound like they're conflicting. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's the the onus is, onus is on the artist to make sure that you can deliver all of these somewhat controversial points of view without right. actually being controversial without right. accident without actually like um you know contradicting yourself mm-hmm. but you know i i've come to a space where i can allow people just understand it's like no like you can have these kind of conflicting thoughts and ideas that actually all belong to the same person and they're mm-hmm. not they're not a hypocrite yeah right and so for me I actually kind of appreciate all of these things on the one album if you can tie it together well. And I thought he did. Well, I thought he did. Spoiler alert, that's my highlight. Okay. Um, it's it's a highlight and a low light, right? Mm-hmm. It's a highlight to me that I, I think that he could broach all these different mm-hmm. themes and bring them together because yeah. I think that's what I think that's what really made me relate to TDE is like yeah. they're 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 clearly intelligent and yeah. witty, mm-hmm. but they're in in many ways they're the California everyman, right? Yeah. Like they're 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 really relatable, and all these all these themes are things that we all think about on yeah. a not all of them, but but some of the, most of the themes are that are themes that we all think about. So the fact that he could broach them all together mm. and this gumbo pot is what makes him a man, and I think that's interesting as well. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have any other lowlights? Nope. So my, I guess, overarching low light would just be the sequencing, but especially at the front end of the album. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, because first of all, like, I love Bohemian Grove, mm-hmm. but like to go from uh, to go from track two to Bohemian Grove is like mm-hmm. a really stark contrast, which yeah. I don't necessarily mind. Yeah. But like those first two tracks, Solo Ho 3 or Solo Ho Triple, whatever it is, yeah. and track two are like, to me, they're bad. They're, they're my mm-hmm. two individual low lights. And to start the album off that way put such a bad taste in my mouth yeah. that like it took it got into like track thir- thirteen or fourteen. I was like, oh, I like this project. Yeah. And then when I go back to the beginning, I'm like, oh, that's why it took so long for me to like it. Yeah. Um. The other thing too is that sometimes Absol as a vocalist, I'm gonna say he's a low light just because it's not because his lyrics aren't good. It's not even because his his. I think the combination of his flow and his voice is just a style that I don't necessarily enjoy, right? Okay. So I feel like this is kind of like he kind of kind of sounds like a lot of that underground hip hop that we heard like towards the end of the, the '90s and the early 2000s, where it's like, oh no, this is real hip hop, and uh-huh. people were very very like straightforward, not a not a lot of like uh just not a lot of like yeah musicality in the delivery and stuff like that and that's just not necessarily my style and i think Mm -hmm. the reason why is because i had gotten to a space in the early 2000s where i'm like no like your mc needs to have style as well as substance Mm -hmm. and if you don't have that and and if if you kind of sound like a particular type of way i ought my brain automatically like puts you in a certain category i'm like yeah Uh, i'm not gonna take you serious yeah you got bars whatever but like your bars aren't they're not as creative as some of these guys who are more commercial. Like you're mm. not nicer than Jadakiss. Mm. You're not nicer than Jay Z. Mm. And they sound better than you. And so I'm like, what are we doing here, right? Okay. Um. So that's kind of like a low light. And the the guy who he reminded me of was mm. Blueprint from Soul Position. Okay. Interesting. And that's not a yeah, compliment. That, that's not. That's a not a compliment. No, no. He didn't do that on every single track, but definitely the way he starts the album. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like he kind of reminds me of Blueprint a little bit. So, uh, you know, okay. that's, uh, 
It took me. It took a while for him to grow on me. Okay. So I and, and that I'm not trying to criticize him. I'm just saying it took a while for him to grow on me. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other lowlights, overarching lowlights. That's probably it, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a little long. So and I feel you on that. Any feature lowlights or? You, you oh, oh, all right. Well, yeah. I was gonna get into that when we do the track for track lowlights. Oh, okay. Yeah. So do you want to go overarching highlights first? Uh yeah, I mean my you know my overarching highlight I think is is actually Absol. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like I said, this is the this is the one where he gets it right. This yeah. is the one where he gets I'm a lyrical miracle spiritual. Yeah, and at the same time he has themes and concepts and you know records that talk about his position in life yeah. and and you know records that that give social commentary on what things people his age are facing and stuff like that. So yeah. I think Absol is my my biggest um highlight. I think I like you know I like most of the features. Yeah. Um so so you know features are are definitely a highlight. Particularly vocal features. Um like I I think the vocalists did a really good job of, of okay. their performances. Like and they really added like a lot of texture and layers and and you know you talk about um Absol's voice and mm-hmm. and you know his kind of lack of I don't know whatever you want to call it uh, artistic um, je ne sais quoi or whatever mm-hmm. right and so I think on some of these records these vocalists really add a lot of personality to like a lot of the songs um, and then instrumentation yeah I also like like there's some really lush and jazzy instrumentation yeah, um, on, sure. on the album that that I, I think are, is really good so those are mine. Look, generally speaking, um, I actually really enjoyed this album, and I could see myself like if I listened to it at at the time, I could see this being an album that I go back and revisit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree with everything you're saying about the instrumentation. I, I think that the what he's trying to do musically, uh, lyrically rather, marries well with a lot of the music that we hear. It's not just boring stuff. There's a lot of things going on, and that's good. I agree with you as well about the features. Mm-hmm. For the most part, there's mm-hmm. one feature in particular that drives me nuts, and we'll get into that. <laughs> okay. But for the most part, I think the features do a, a really good job. But mm-hmm. I have to, I guess, double down on your point about Absol being a highlight. Mm-hmm. He is the biggest highlight on here. And that's mm-hmm. despite the fact I said everything I just said about like his, his vo- voice and his delivery, the combination of the two kind of irritated me mm-hmm. initially. But he does such a good job, I think, of actually giving us his personality. But yeah. by the end of it, I just accepted who he was. Mm. And on those second and third listens, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm picking up the blueprint a little bit here and there. But I actually don't care because mm. I'm invested in who Absol is in the story that he's telling. And he mm. does it very, very well. And that's right. my biggest highlight. Gotcha. So I had to give him props to that. And that's, yeah. why I'm, and that's why I wanted to put the low light out there first. Okay. I'm like, yes this particular thing bothered me but i got past that yeah. because he and he forced me to get past that because he was doing such a good job i felt of just delivering like everything he yeah. wanted to i agree and 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 you know back to both of our low light right mm-hmm. like i think that's why sequencing is is such a challenge here yeah. because yeah. if he had started with a rebellion right okay and you know i'm probably all alone on this yeah. one you'd be like okay yeah. i get i get where yeah. this guy's gonna go right yeah. but instead he puts that towards the end of the album and by then you know what i'm saying you kind of we know you're a rebel now yeah like tell me you're a rebel at the beginning so that i'm going into your album listening yeah. to it understanding that that's what i'm i'm, I'm gonna get out of it and, and to go back to that song and some mm-hmm. other ones as well but that song reminds me mm-hmm. um 
So when I say that like his voice was kind of irritating, that's him as a rapper. He sounds really yes. good on hooks. He's, he's he sounds he's really really good, really good on hooks. Yeah. And and I think that's one of the things that you know we never got a black hippie album. And you okay. know you were asking me who who's yeah, who's black, black hippie. hippie. I thought I yeah. thought it was Kendrick and yeah, someone so for, else. Yeah. For folks that don't know, it's it's Kendrick, it's J Rock, it's uh, Schoolboy Q and Absol. They yeah. they collectively you know are known as black hippie. And so yeah. they would tease. That, you know that they were going to have an album together um, mm-hmm. on all their their albums, and that's why the very last song, this bonus track, "Black Lit Bastard Remix," is them all together as gotcha. Black Hippie. Okay. Uh, but you know, one of the dope things about Black Hippie is that you know, artistically, you're you're right. He does have a very battle rap punchliney style, but when he's in Black Hippie, he can kind of just do whatever accents he wants, whether mm-hmm. it's you know provide vocals in in the background or on hooks or whatever or you know just you know drop a crazy 16 so yeah. i i like that you know you got four guys that all have different strengths and they all bring their strengths together um when, when they do do that together gotcha so, so my last overarching highlight and i've mm-hmm. already teased this a little bit is just that the fact that this is a, a it's a conscious album it's a, a conscientious album he's very mm-hmm. intentional about everything he's doing yeah he's taking the project serious which at a time in 2012 you know, my idea, of course, that like everyone's just like, oh, throwing the vibe on there. And he's got mm. the vibe on there. But I think he's also, he he cares about hip hop. Um, he's respectful of his predecessors. He cares about what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, so that that's a highlight for me. Dope, dope. All right. So some 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 track to track, low lights here. Uh, man, do I have? I, 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 don't think, I have too. I mean, I already okay. told you what yeah, they are. Yeah, and you can go go for it. I don't think I have like actual low lights. I got a bunch of mud lights, but I don't really have low lights. So, all right. So, Solo Ho and Track Two, mm-hmm. um, both of these songs irritate the fuck out of me. So, first <laughs> of all, Solo Ho, look, I've I've grown to to tolerate and sometimes appreciate Janae Aiko. <laughs> right? I've grown to. But this is early Janae Icon, Janae Aiko, and okay. she sounds decent on the other track. Is yeah. she on like terrorist threats or something like that? Yeah, she sounds on. decent on that track. Yeah. But on this solo hook, she sounds awful. Mm. She sounds trash. This song is not good. What what I will what I will say is that Absol, I think it's his third verse. He like he switches exactly, up the flow. and he starts rapping crazy. Right, and that's dope. Yeah, but it's not a good song to me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and and I appreciate the effort for him doing that. But like when I have. When I get his voice and I have a song or a song that I don't like, and I had Janae Aiko featuring on there, I'm like, this is just not the way I would have started the album, yeah, dog. Like, it's just not a good choice. I agree, and I, and you know, to to piggyback on what you're saying, while I don't think this is a bad song, I don't think it's a good song. Yeah, and I think that, like you said, like almost on the first couple of verses, it almost sounds like he doesn't care. Yeah, and it's like to start your album with a record that I don't care about and you don't seem to care about either. Yeah. That that wasn't a good choice. Um, I probably feel a little different about Janae Aiko uh, than you and you know I'll probably talk about that's probably an off mic conversation okay but uh but yeah like I you know this song it, it didn't do it for me it's just okay I wouldn't have started the album with it uh and that goes into track two mm. like I didn't like the beat yeah um yeah. I didn't like Absol on it like delivery wise okay and it's just going from from solo ho to track two I'm just like yo this is just not I yeah. thought it was going to be a very laborious pro- process to get through this project, you know, after yeah. these two songs. I agree with you about the beat. I feel like Absol's rapping his ass off on this joint. Um, if you go back and listen to it, and I think that's the kind of annoying thing about it is that um, 
I think that if this song was at the end mm-hmm. where you were already invested in his story and then there's but just it's a not track, track where two, he's because he did the number two <laughs> on the track yeah. two and it's his track two. <laughs> It can't be track twelve. It can't be so, track one, two. It gotta be track two. Yeah. So I mean, I think I think you know there there's there are really good bars on there. He does but it's have just bars, like, but, but you just it's like you don't care because exactly the beat the beat's not great. And like no. you said, like the first song didn't give you much, and then the second song doesn't give you much, and you're just like, okay, is this is this just like a guy rapping over skeletons of beats, or yeah. like is there a point to this? Yeah, I, I do think that while I do hear Blueprint in abso a little bit to start the album i also hear a little bit of nipsey hustle on this track from 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 abso so that's a little bit better (laughs) but still when i go when i went back to like listen to this on like the the fourth and fifth listen i Mm. i just skipped these two tracks i'm like yeah i just went straight to bohemian groves that makes sense yeah so those are those are my only two low lights let's get into some of your med lights man okay those are med lights um Man, to be honest with you, pineal gland is kind of a highlight to me. Okay. Even though I, I I like what he's trying to talk about. Yeah. Um, mixed emotions is a highlight really? for me. Yeah, I understand. Okay. Like, I'm I'm happy that like what it's about is a song. But interesting. Eh. It's not a highlight, but like, I don't know. I kind of like the hook on that. So yeah. illuminate is a highlight. Really? Uh, for okay. me, um, I I feel like the Kendrick feature should have come earlier like i didn't mm. get why it was, this, the song is too long to me and the kendrick features at the very end i didn't, I didn't get that gotcha um what else nothing something maybe that's definitely a melee yeah and yeah. i feel like i feel like this is it's good filler in general but yeah. i feel like by the time you you you're you know an hour into the album it's like i don't need any more good filler you so, know what i mean it's it's so crazy because that was one of the highlights i, I forgot to mention was that like i feel like this album actually has a lot of good filler and i think mm-hmm. that's one of them i think illuminate mm-hmm. is one of them and yeah. i think mixed emotions too like yeah. these are good songs that help tie the album together okay that's fair. you know it, it, for yeah. me yeah you know yeah. like not every single song is going to be a banger not every single song is going to be great sometimes you just need a, a song that's just going to like contribute to the vibe i feel like these songs did that yeah um, i mean when you have something was like a when you have 75 minutes of That's music, fair. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, again, I'm, I'm listening with 2022 ears, but, you know, those are my memories. Yeah, I, I, in my notes, I said that Nothing Something is another good vibe-sustaining song, but that's probably the one I would have removed. Okay. With the addition of the, the first two tracks. Yeah, right. Sure. Nothing Something, it's not a low light, but I could have done without it. You got other mad lights? Uh, no, not really. I mean, <laughs> I don't necessarily like, just because something isn't a highlight, doesn't mean it's a med light either. Yeah, I feel you know that. what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, uh, but that's it. That's it. So, so what are your highlights? I mean, yo, Bohemian Grove, right? Uh, I wish I wish it didn't come after those. Well, first of all, I'm glad it came after those two tracks. <laughs> but I wish, I don't know. It, yeah. Yo, it, it, it has this kind of like Bob James Nautilus vibe. Like yeah, it sounds yeah, like yep. a track that was sampled that. And when I looked yep. at the sample credits, it's not in there. Right, right. But it even like... Even like, um, I forget what this is called, but sometimes when you make music, you have like kind of ambient sounds in the background that they're not necessarily uh-huh. notes, but they kind of like fill the space. Uh-huh. And even that aspect of the song sounds like it's like it's the same space feeling, feeling ambiance in Nautilus. Mm-hmm. And so the part in Nautilus where like they really focus in on the keys and stuff, mm-hmm. like that's what it sounds like they're sampling. Yeah. Um, and then like, yo, even the hook on it, you're like one time for the ladies. Two time for the bitches or whatever it is, right? Like, ah, something about the you know his his flow on here is cool too. Like, ah, it's definitely a highlight for me. This was when I was like, oh okay, I you know 
this project might be all right. So here's why it's a highlight to me. Yeah. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but but TDE has given us this this kind of that that sound before. Like if you okay. listen to like Section 80 or or some uh, of of the older Kendrick or is on there. No, this, this, this kind type of, of production. This kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh man, if you like this, you'll like Section 80. You know, so the 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 reason I, that this song is a highlight is because, and this is why I like I like Absol so much is like Absol might be the only MC that I will actually Google. Like like if they if, if they have a concept or something, I know oh, that there's something behind it, so yeah. I will Google. So okay, I so I was like, why did he call this Bohemian Grove? Uh. He said he said something about. This is more difficult than getting a girl in Bohemian Grove. Yeah. So I Googled what is Bohemian What's Grove. Bohemian Grove yeah. And Bohemian Grove essentially is supposedly like this Illuminati hangout. It's an Illuminati retreat where all the men, um, you know, the Bush, the Bush men have been have been mm. photographed there, etc. They go out into this mountainous air region in in California. And they have these secret, you know, we run the world yeah. meetings or whatever. And like no women are allowed to go to, to the thing gotcha. or whatever, okay. right? So, because I wanted to know why why, why is it harder than getting a, a girl in Bohemian Grove? So all yeah. that like one time for the business, one time for the ladies plays into this Bohemian Grove concept. And so that's what I love about Absol gotcha. is that like, even though I don't be going a lot, like, like, yeah. like the nigga be having theories and, and he's, he's, and I'm, I'm not with him. Yeah. I still like that he has them, uh -huh. and I like that he. I like that there's some cleverness to like the way he names records and the concepts that he has in there. So he'll say yeah. something that's some off the wall, just seems like some regular misogyny, mm. but the misogyny is actually tied to the concept of what he's talking about. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah, that's that's a highlight for me. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. Uh, my next highlight is terrorist threats. Okay. Likewise. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I love the hook as well. The can't fuck with his wick gang shit, yo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cause you you kind of borrow that hook here, right? right? Now, was this borrowed for something else? I feel like I've oh, also no, no. this is from uh this is from the, the the Jay Z. That's what I thought. So I think I think that that's what I love most about this yeah. is that like people in our our age group are all kind of inspired by the same shit. So yeah. obviously, I I I borrowed that hook. They borrowed that hook as well. Yeah, but uh, in general yeah. though, um, I just like the song. Yeah. I thought it was a really good song. Good. Yeah, vibe. yeah, I like yeah. it. And and you know, I think I think this is kind of the the um the the blog era champions record mm. here because you know Danny Brown is a blog era darling. Uh, you know, Janae Aiko is a is a blog era darling, and then Absol being part of TDE is so like you know them all kind of coming together. This is the perfect record to get Danny Brown on because he is a fool. Okay. Um, and then you know the the concept of if all the gangs in the world unified, yeah. we we'd stand a chance against the military. I think is 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 really dope. Not sure if I agree with that, but yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Gangs depends on what you define a gang. I mean, look, that's technically what technically what ISIS tried to do, right? Yeah, I guess. Just I mean, I, I, you know, I think, I think, um, if if if, if militia groups are are part of the gangs, then right. okay, maybe, and they are. All right. Then fair, yeah. They don't they don't call militia groups gangs, but that, that's what they are. They got tanks Man, and shit, you know. And and this is the one of the things I love about about TDE too, right? Like uh, Kendrick on on. Um, on um, what was it? The to pimp a butterfly. Mm -hmm. He basically said, you know, Congress is gangs. Is this is is you know, one's Republicans is red and the other niggas is blue. It's just all the same. Man, all these, all these shits is gangs, bro. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's one way of looking at it. All right. Yeah, anyway, all right. Uh, what's your what's your any more thoughts on this or your next highlight? Nah, it's just I like it. Uh, why don't you go to your next highlight? 
my next highlight is double standards interesting okay yeah and and here's why it's a highlight musically it's fine i don't yeah. love it it's fine but um i i, I like the subject matter that he yeah, attempted to tackle premise. yeah and i like when people explore a a concept and then explore that same concept from a different person's perspective yeah so yeah. that's I, I i liked it as well i thought it was a it was a good approach to um storytelling mm -hmm. if you will yeah uh i i feel like the song felt bigger than it actually was like for mm. for, for someone like me i'm like oh okay this is like yeah like yeah. I, I get what you're doing like i've thought about this it's, mm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. but i feel like the the way he approached the song and then yeah. with like the musicality behind yeah, this, the, like yeah. all the vo vo vocals and stuff, I'm like, oh, you probably think this is like a really big deal. Yeah. I guess it is. I guess it is. I think the third verse really brings it home, right? Yeah. In the third verse, he says, um, you know, my aunt told me to treat women right. Yeah. My uncle told me to fuck these hoes. Yeah. Right. And so like, I, I think, I think like that really drives home the whole like, while it is a preachy song, yeah, um, you know what he's saying is like I myself am, am a victim of this as well. So yeah. it's social commentary for everybody, including me. Yeah, it's also weird too. Like, uh, like I'm one of the people who thinks that, especially when it comes to the sexes, that like double standards are okay. Mm. They, because I, I feel like men and women, um, and this is the cisgender term, whatever. But like for the most part, are very different in mm. some of these spaces. Okay. And so it's like, yeah, some things ways that you would approach a man aren't cool with how you would approach a woman right mm -hmm. and so it's just like these these double standards are allowed to exist sometimes mm -hmm. it depends on what the double standard is but for the most part like i'm not one of these people who's just like oh that's a double standard i'm like all right well can we yeah. unpack that a little yeah. bit like yeah. let's talk about it and is this a double standard that's appropriate or is it not right you know what i mean yeah so i disagree yeah um so what your is next your next highlight i have the feeling it's gonna be so mine is sopa yeah i feel like this is a song that if i sat with the album more i would pro it would probably be one of my highlights as well as okay. of now on the on the few listens I've, I've given to it it's not a highlight for me but like i said it's not even a medley like it's like yeah it's a cool track mm -hmm. I, I it's funny i, I read uh, a review online and i don't remember who it was by and they their only low light was sopa really um i like sopa and I and I like Sopa because of what it what it represents. Yeah. Um. You you, you did talk about how like Absol was kind of a, a class of MC. Like you heard him the first two tracks and you were like, yeah. I'm gonna put him in this box. And what I love about Sopa and what uh, TDE did a lot was they would give you these like hip hoppy albums and then they would have one or two records that were just as ignorant as yeah. any of the records that you would hear from. Whoever was popping at the time. I just keep saying Young Jeezy because I remember Jeezy had some big records at the time. And they they love Jeezy. But, you know, whoever was out at the time had, had was saying some ignorant shit, they would have one or two records that was on some ignorant shit. I mean, Wayne was still... And, um, actually, that might have been a little after Wayne. Yeah, like maybe Tail Yeah, that was um, that was after peak Wayne. Yeah. But, but yeah, so, you know, they, they uh, I'm smoking dope. You can smell it on my clothes. Sopa trying to say, look back at me when you hit the pole. <laughs> Swag so mean on these fucking hoes. And I like, again, we talked about the kind of the duality. Mm -hmm. They're talking about Sopa. Yeah. And if you remember, Sopa was a big thing. What is Sopa? Sopa was the Stop Online Piracy Act. And so oh, for, okay. for everybody who was like trying to make music or put music out, I forget what it was, but basically like they were really, really trying to stop 
download online yeah. downloads and stream the streaming situation. So the the music industry did all this crazy shit to try to stop people from pirating music so that they could continue to make money off it. And so you know the fact that this is like the most ignorant song in the album, but then he's also kind of drawing light to the SOPA shit, SOPA mm. trying to censor internet, you know, whatever. I thought was dope. Interesting. And I love Schoolboy Q, so. Yeah, yeah, this is early school. Well, obviously early school by Q, right? Yeah. And and the other thing I love, and he doesn't do it anymore, but in the early in the early TDE records, he would call himself Puff Daddy. And so he okay. would, and so you hear him on the yeah, joint, and he's like, like and he's doing like take that, take that. And he's like, you know, and it's like uh the real puffy. <laughs> like he said, they say that on the other joint. So I like that too. Okay. Um, so my Lex highlight is uh Les Stevens. Okay. I love the uh, I just love the musicality of this record. Mm-hmm. Um, I love BJ the Chicago Kid on the Likewise. hook, love and it. like you know the complexity of the beat as well, like all the mm-hmm. different layers that it has. Like this is just like a very good. It's yeah. just a good beat to me. Like it's just you know yeah. even if this were just like a standalone track, like I'd put it on the playlist and be like, all right, it's cool. Yeah. So I'm actually surprised it's not a highlight for you. Um, I like how it sounds. I don't necessarily care for the messaging or the lyrics, and and I think there's also some really corny lyrics on it, like um. I beat it up, beat it up. Like, it's my enemy. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. come Actually, on. Actually, I laughed at that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, but, but, but you know, it, it's cool. It, it, it's not a highlight for me, but I, I like it, and I like how it sounds. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, next highlight, um, I think we both have the same one, and that is uh, Rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. That's for a good sure. track. For sure. And, you know, I, I love that 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 drum cadence. W- what is that from? Because uh, DJ Quick samples it on on uh, Fifty Ways as well. I think that's I think yeah. that's fifty. I think fifty that's ways to leave your lover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so I mean, that's a that's that's a, interesting. A great, it's a great sample. Um, interesting. Okay. And, and so you know, w- when you start with that with that drum sample, you already have my attention because mm-hmm. I think I like every song that has that that drum sample. And then, um, yeah, and then his melody's great. Yeah, his what he's on, talking his about is, really is great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and 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 um. Like I said, this should have been the, the intro to the album. Should have been the first. I, I can see, I can see that, or or closer to the top. Yeah, yeah. The intro. If you if you had this as the intro and then you went into Bohemian Grove, that would be really dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like it's a difficult way to. I feel like he wanted to actually have an intro, and I mm-hmm. don't think like I don't think a rebellion feels like an intro. But that doesn't necessarily mean it can't be track one. So I'll I'll counter you mm-hmm. and just as a nigga who was making music in this time, gotcha. right? And I guess is still making music, right? Um, when you're a rapper like Absol, yeah. I, I assume I put myself in a similar class. We want you to know we can rap, mm-hmm. and especially in this time frame. Yeah. So you're gonna start your album with something where it's like you're barring up, and I think that's what he tried to do with track two is give gotcha. you like just three straight verses that just hardcore bars, so you knew he could rap. But this would have started with more of a musicality. This song is not about bars at all, yeah. but it is about what his subject matter was going to be about. And that's why I think it would have been a better choice musically. Okay. Uh, next highlight. Um, my next highlight is actually Book of Soul. So do you have empathy? Uh, no, I have Show and Love. Oh, Show and Love yeah. is definitely Show and Love is definitely uh, um, one of mine. So yeah, I, uh, I was gonna say. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, no, nah, I, I fucks with the hook on this. Uh-huh. Um, and even though I don't necessarily yeah. enjoy him as a as a rapper in terms of the vocalist uh-huh. vocal aspect, like he got bars. He's rap. He's rapping his ass off. He kills this shit. Um, I love his flows on this. 
like, yeah. like delivery and shit. Yeah, this is this is definitely a, this is definitely a good track. This is um, one of my favorite beats on here. I, I love the percussion. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Willie B, man. Okay. The homie Willie B. Uh, he was, you know, I think he's he might be in Japan or in New York now, but but at the time was doing a lot of productions for them. Um, he did Rigor Mortis, which is one of uh, one of Kendrick's early, you know, big popular records. Okay. But yeah, man, this this just joint is fire. All right. What's your uh, what's your what's your next highlight? My next is the Book of Soul. So that's my next highlight as well. Word. Um, and this is when I this is when I put down my notes. I was like, oh, this album is growing on me, right? Like mm-hmm. you got the jazzy feel as well, mm-hmm. and it's a, he, you know, it's his personal story. He's mm-hmm. doing a really good job of telling it yes. as well. Yes. Um, and I think it's a really good way to end the album. Of course, we have. Mm-hmm. I guess we're gonna say that the Black Lip Bastard is like a bonus track. Yeah, but I'm like I'm gonna still talk about it. Oh, I'm gonna talk about love, it too. Yeah, because I love I'm it. I'm talk about it too. Okay. <laughs> but I think that my only wish is that Book of Soul actually was the the the, the actual outro to the mm, album. Yeah. Um, because I think it's a perfect way to send it off, especially after following a beautiful death, which is not a highlight for me. But I think it's a good song. It's Completely an important agree. song. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Um and I think I, the that that tandem is perfect. Yeah, it's a really that's yeah. when I was like, yo, like this album is really growing on me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to you know, to have the beautiful death, like kind of like mm. the conscious record, more conspiracy theory stuff. Mm-hmm. But actually talking about something like purposeful, like mm-hmm. why it would matter. Right. Why these conspiracy theories matter. Right. And then to just be like, all right, I'm just gonna send you off with the with the story about me mm-hmm. and like to help it all tie together. You're like, yeah. oh, like this yeah. is really cool. Yeah. I, I think prior to us doing this project i said that i chose it because it has one of the most beautiful hip-hop songs of all time on it oh and that's book i of think soul. the book of soul is yeah it's a i think record. you you talked you've talked on other episodes about songs that brought you to tears or almost brought you to tears really? this is i've never you. cried to this but okay. the probably the closest thing to me crying over a song would probably be this really song. like this song that's, almost that's powerful, brings man. me to tears I, I i i love this song i think it's, it's i think it's one of the greatest hip-hop songs ever made Interesting. That's high um, praise. Yeah, That's I mean, I, praise. and I'm and not even hip hop songs. Just it's just a great, and amazing piece of music. Um, yeah. I uh, was, like I said, in these circles at the time. Uh, Day one, who produced uh, "Done It All," is one of my records that, on, on New Art, New Money. Um, you know, was working with these cats. He's he 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 was on. Um, he wasn't on this album, but he was on a lot of their other albums. Um, okay, and. Um, he was the person who I contacted to try to work with uh, with Janae Aiko early mm. or before you know she she kind of really blew up and was yeah. completely not accessible to me, but um, uh, Lori was one of the, the people who you know Day was working with um, yeah. on you know on all these different um, joints. So I ended up choosing two records when I worked with with Day, um, and a third one that I held, and the third one had Lori on it, mm. uh, his girl Lori Joe. So you know she was in this in this this circle and um i remember when she passed and it was like you know nobody talked about how she died mm-hmm. so it was just like we all knew that she passed but it, it kind of wasn't out there what happened yeah and so i think maybe me hearing this song might have been the first time where i actually heard what happened like the yeah. real details of, of what happened uh but man it's just it's just such a great song and such a heartbreaking song yeah um and i think you know, especially with all the conspiracy theories and the, the different um, religious injections, to align your story with the Book of Job is crazy. Yeah. 
but like crazy in an amazing way because of how well he does it. Like he talks about, you know, from his childhood, he's, you know, he said his little sister didn't even recognize him, you know, that his infection was so bad. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, and then, and it just, and just as the story builds all the way to like, him falling in love with Lori and them, you know, having promises to each other that they were going to make it one day. Um, I, I mean, and there's just so many amazing bars in it. Like he said, um, you always saw that I could see the future, but you were wrong because you were in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just there's just amazing, amazing bars. Like I like I get goosebumps every time I hear this song. It's amazing to me. Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a lot. But that's dope, man. Yeah. Um, I obviously didn't take all that from it just because, you know, like I said, I don't know Absol very well. Yeah. Um, and so I had forgotten that I knew that there was something about a girlfriend, but I had forgotten that uh, Lori about all that other stuff. So yeah. I had to go back and, and, and try to get more from it next time around. But yeah. Yeah. That's um that's dope, man. Yeah. Um so yeah, next uh, next highlight, I guess we're gonna talk about Black Lip Bastard. Black Lip Bastard. So I mean, for me, you know, as a RZA fan, I obviously like the beat. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wish the song was earlier in the album. Okay. Uh, I definitely, yeah, I definitely would have put it early in the album, even if yeah. this like same beat or song or whatever was featured before. Like, if it's mm-hmm. a remix, fuck it, just put it in there. I think it deserved to deserve to be uh, sooner. Yeah, I think. Um this is my posse cut, man. You know, yeah, you know okay, I love you know I love my posse cuts, yeah. and I love Black Hippie. I'm I'm really sad we never got an album by them. I love Willie B. He did the beat. Shout out to Willie B. Yeah, Kendrick um, opens up the track. K yeah, Dots. man, K Dot. Uh, Good kid, Mad City. <laughs> yeah, he he ripped the joint, and then um, Schoolboy Q, the real Puffy. Yeah, <laughs> take that, yeah. take that. Um, yeah, man. But I, 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 I don't know. Like, there's, there's not, there's not much to say about it. I love mm-hmm. it. I, I love, I love them um as a tandem and I, of the of the kind of black hippie records that we have this isn't my favorite because I, I i love that there's probably about a handful of them mm-hmm. uh, where you get all four of them on there and they're calling themselves black hippie but yeah. you know i like all of them and and i like this one too gotcha there's really only one that i don't love okay yeah um so we we skipped over a couple tracks are they are they worth mentioning sure do you have any uh any specific thoughts on, on any of them well what I'll say about empathy is that mm. like empathy just like it feels like a buzz buzzword title. Yeah. Um it, it almost felt like one of the records on like damn or something like that. You know what mm. I mean? Like it, it felt like it could have been on there. That's fair. Um it was fine. Yeah, you know, I think um I think I first of all I agree with you. I like the way it sounds, I like the layers, yeah. I like the production and everything. And, and it's one of the records and, and multiple records on here remind me of 2012. I said that. Because remember at the time, like Glitch Hop or whatever the name of the fucking genre was getting really popular, where like you, you, you know, the beat would like, but like, mm. you know, buzz and all that other shit. Yeah. Um, and so they had like elements of that in this, this yeah. beat and other beats on the, um, on the project. But, um, you know, I think this is where the, we, we talked about uh what is the name of the other the other record double standards yeah. right and you know you kind of talked about how like he probably really thought he was doing something yeah and i kind of felt that way about empathy right where it's like you know the, the whole concept is like you know um this girl she might have smashed mad dudes but you know i don't know her story you know that's that's her story or whatever yeah. right and then, maybe that's true or or not i i just I, I, I didn't need it personally okay yeah um any other songs worth discussing 
Um, let's see. You you mentioned "Beautiful Death." Yeah, um, it's a very important song. Yeah, okay. it's important. Um, it samples AT Aliens. Uh, you oh. may die. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it samples that a little that little sound, which I thought was amazing. And then um, also, I love Punch. Um, I've always said if I could be if I could be somebody in the music industry, it would be Punch. Interesting. Um, and so Punch drops one verse on here, yeah. um, and his verse is dope. And then he, you know, he just kind of disappears. But you know, I, I love that about Punch, right? Like he he's he's in the music industry. He supports all these guys, these young guys. He helps them. He gives them advice. I'm sure half of this album is from conversations with Punch because this nigga's always thinking about some some huge shit. Gotcha. But then he still raps and he can rap his ass off. So he'll he might drop a verse on a on a Kendrick project or a verse on an Absol project or he might just drop just a Lucy, just one song that's just him and then he just keeps it moving. He keeps his executive hat on and he and he does his thing. So I love Punch. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So we haven't heard from Absol in a while, right? I don't think we have. Nah, like he's dropped a couple of Lucy's in maybe in the past like five years. But uh, other than that, I think the last project he dropped was called Do What Thou Wilt. Um, from what I saw, he had something in 2016, but that was a while ago. Let me see if there was something. Project. Yeah, Do What Thou Wilt, 2016. Yeah. Do you have any details as to why he hasn't made music in a while? I don't, man. And, you know, I probably, especially being, you know, a California musician, I probably shouldn't talk on it too much. But, I, you know, I think I've heard that there's been kind of issues between him and the label in terms of what they what they want to put out. Well, I mean, Kendrick um, is uh, Kendrick. Is his next album going to be on TDE? I don't think so. No. So I thought they were going to do one more on TDE and then he was going to separate ways. Nah, the last one was what I think was the last one. On so damn was the last one. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, so I, I mean, um, I think Absol in uh, many times in the last, you know, five to 10 years has complained about feeling like he's got a whole album and top not allowing him to put it out. Really? So, you know, I think, I think he's kind of had disputes with what he, what he calls his art or what he's, you know, comfortable with releasing and what the label, you know, wants him to release. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, you know, in, in their defense, the last couple projects haven't done so well, gotcha. you know? Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate this. Put you up. It was a good recommendation. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go back and continue listening to it. Bet. And um, and Absol has a couple of uh of records in the in the long term series, which was his mixtape series leading up to these mm-hmm. albums. That I think that you would like too. So I'll, I'll share one of them with you as well. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, do we have any other? Do we have anything else to discuss with this album? Control nah, system. But uh, for fact, folks that haven't heard it in a while, go back and check it out. Um, I think it's 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 a very interesting record in the TDE canon. Yeah. Um, and I think it's Absol's, you know, magnum opus. All right, well, yeah, I think I should wrap it up for this discussion on control system. Yeah, Blacklist, bastard, pass me your password so I can hack inside your brain. See, I too have gone insane. Before I fall, I'm sure to curse you all in Jesus' name. Glad shower and the pebble hour, bitch, stand the ring. What you really want? Let me get it back, Ali. What we doing? What we doing if you don't act? No more. Yeah, I'm good. No cruise, no, no posse, no clip. If it ain't about TDE, Look inside my parking garage and see a collage of every person I despise since the moment I turned five. Calculate my steps and strategically took my time. Even falling off, I land on the ass of Nicki Minaj. Eat that pink pussy like it's Friday. Bust one, Roman reload, then smoke the shot day. And somebody tell Rihanna too. I need that vagina too.
Don't fucking take me for some kind of fool. I'm kind of the reminder of knowing Compton ain't kind of cool. Good kid, mad city, mountaintops, couldn't see my views. Countertops, we hop on, we hit the register, then we move. This shit can register on the regular soon Before I climb this pedestal And make you catch my fucking stool K dot, leave you grieving on evening news Even when society break even I'll break rules I told niggas, caught wreck Then I told niggas, roll niggas Like clothes in droves, nigga Homie chose to go toe to toe I had to break his leg Like a cliche to rock a show Is that over your head? Niggas stretching the truth Like they choose to do yoga instead Either that or they depressed Eating yogurt in bed Solar system, grab a space shuttle and stay subtle. The bass bit the bait. I'm straight, you a gay couple. I ain't thirsty for the deal. Way to make a pay double. I'm anxious when the bacon on the table. I need a muscle. You're basic like cable to a satellite dish. You was running LA, now you out of there like fish. What can I say? I'm a